Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Tazria Shishi, the sixth Aliyah in Parshas Tazria. Aliyah is on a little on the longer side. It is 15 Psukim running from Perak Yugim Pasuk Mem to Pasuk Nun Dalad. The topic of our Aliyah is the exclusion of the leper and the and, and the um, tsaras, the leprosy of the clothes. So at the beginning of Aliyah we hear the continuation. At the end of the last Aliyah we talk about this idea of tsaras and the karachas and the gabachas, this seems to be some place on the head or more permanent type of tsaras. And we, we, we hear that the features of this are that it, it, the, the, types of, uh, the types of colors are live or not adam demis. So this is some sort of whitish reddish hue, which, makes a, which, which will um, make this person impure. The main focus of our Aliyah actually really is psukim mem dalad to mem vov, where it describes a person who has tsaras what their with what their way of conduct should be. So the first, when the coin pronounces this person impure, um, then that person needs to do do the following. Begodov you furumim. That means their clothes are rent. They tear their clothes. Roshoy yefarua. Their head is going to be their, their hair is left out, unkept. Al safomiate. They they really are they they, they are silent. They uh, they are not going to be um, they're covered up. They're not going to be speaking. Tame tame yikra. They call out impure, impure. And we know that as they remain in the state of impurity, this person will have to live outside of all the three camps of Israel. Finally, the Aliyah concludes with Mitzaras um, of the Beged, the, the plague which affects clothing. And we hear of whether it's a Beged Semer, a Beged Pishtim, um, whether it's on the whoop or the wolf thread, um, thread, threads, uh, we hear about what is what happens. And we, it can form in different times. Yerak rak, some sort of yellowish, greenish, or a dum-dum, and a reddish hue on it. And we hear about how the coin will examine it in the same kind of way. There'll be a period of seven days where, after, where the, the coin will see this, and he sees if it spreads. If it spreads, then, uh, then it's Tzoraas Mameris, Hanega Tomehu, it's made impure, and it is, uh, it is burnt. And if not, then uh, then uh, if it is not spread, then um, then it, it will be uh, set up for another seven day quarantine. So a few basics on Aralia. Number one is first of all, why is um, a tzara, a person who contracts tzaras, kept alone? Why is aloneness so significant? So many of the Rishonim, many of the medieval commentators on the Torah, including the Bachor Shor, the Chiz Kuni, the Das Zakenim, all say that it is contagious. This is a contagious disease and we want to quarantine. This is something which in the 2020s we can surely appreciate the notion of quarantining and contagious diseases. There was a concern for this as well. Now the being as this is a spiritual disease, it, uh, it is interesting to think about a, contag- a contagious spiritual disease. But nonetheless, whichever way we understand it, it could be the spiritual behavior is damaging and other people are likely to start acting like that as one possibility. Or another way of looking at it, looking at it is that it really is a, a cause by for spiritual faults, but it is has physical manifestations which are contagious as well. Rashi explains that it's more ideological. It's not about being a, having um, uh, being an airborne or contact-based disease. Rather, it is because this person separated people from people, husband from wife, by spreading bad words about them. So the person's the requisite punishment is to being separated from their community and their family and friends. So it's meant to be a time for a time out for the people to think about what they caused among others by their negative speech patterns. 
Um, Rev, Rev Soloveitchik points out what, what a, lot, a lot of people have noted, which is that there are many comparisons between the Mitzorah, the treatment of this person who has contracted this plague, and the um, and, and a person who is in mourning. For instance, they both have to let their hair grow, they both rend their garments, they also both are not in a position to speak to others, they, the, the Avel does not speak to others, does not need to speak to others, and others cannot be initiated a conversation with them. So we have these these basic similarities. However, Rosologic points out there are two distinctions which are important, and that is the Mitzorah, the person with a plague, um, is left outside of the community, whereas the mourn is actually embraced by community, and the community come and spend time and visit and comfort them. And number two is when the Mitzorah, a person contracts Tzoraz, they are actually banned from Yomim Tavim. That means to say they will not be able to, even if it's Pesach, and everybody's coming to the base of English to bring their Korban, the Mitzorah is not going in. Um, and but whereas when it comes to mourning, actually the mourner's personal tragedy is eclipsed by the public tragedy or the public simcha, the public enjoy, and therefore they would celebrate Yom Tov. So two important dist- differences, and that stems from Cesar of Soloveitchik from the fact that this person is a person who has distanced him or herself from community through their own selfish actions, and therefore they have lost their communal standing. In fact, the way our foreman explains this in his in his videos on this parasha, the way he looks at it is that a person has two elements of existence as an individual and as a communal part of the larger, a cell in the larger body of the community. And when a person has acted in this selfish manner and has distanced themselves from others or others from others, when that person does that, what they're essentially doing in a society which is spiritual well, is spiritually well, that person has essentially killed their public community persona. Their per- public persona has died. And what they're essentially doing is they're mourning their public persona until they can heal. In other words, the I, which is part of the we, can be healed and can be brought back to community, which is why part of the, the the process is not with the community. They do not celebrate with the community. The community does not embrace them. They live outside of the community because that is what has died, is the I, we, in themselves until it can be rehabilitated. A question also to worth asking is why is this person calling out Tomei, Tomei? So on the most basic level, it's because the person is making the proclamation so people stay away from them so that... Uh, that um, that uh, nobody becomes impure. However, the Kleyakos has a really beautiful ex- um, perspective, and he says that a person, perhaps the way there's this, there's uh, there's the way to read it is not that a person will say open inverted commas open quotation marks tame tame, but rather the way it reads is the tame a person who is impure will say tame yikra open inverted commas tame yikra they will, they will call out tame, which means as the way the Kleyakos says that uh, that a person who is impure will bring impurity to life. In the way he say, the way it's described in one of the idioms is that a person who is um, a, a, a poisel, a person who invalidates others, bemumoi poisel, is actually really reflecting their internal disarray, their internal problems outwardly. And that's what's happening over here. Tame, tame yikra, a person who is noticing to, or is calling tame to those around them is really tame in themselves, impure internally. Now, why does Saraz come upon the clothes? To de- 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 so the Marasha, in his commentary of lining up the seven conditions with the seven types of sins, he says that this actually parallels the idea of gazela, of theft. And a person who is, who is uh, who's involved in, th- in stealing from other people, then actually their clothes, which is sort of their, their, what, what it is that they, a person spends so much money on to clothe themselves, it's their, it's their 
a public figure that is now affected. It's almost like undermining who they are and what they earned. Finally, how could it be a sickness of, of tzaraz can affect an inanimate object? Meaning up to now we talked about a human being. A human being is a living organism. That organism can get sick, but clothes are inanimate. Wool does not get sick. So how can it get sick? So the Abarbanel suggests, well, quotes a few options. One is the Ralbagra, Gersonides, who says that actually it's an external disease which grows on the inanimate object. So like sort of like mold, fungus, all kinds of, it's an external entity which is the living organism on the inanimate object, which is what was being described here. The Ramban says, no, the reason why it works as, as, as such is, it's, is this is a miraculous plague. This is not something which necessarily operates in the same way. Even, you know, when moths eat clothing, they're not eating the clothing. What they're doing is they're eating the wool, which has perhaps a stain or some nutrients on it. But the Ramban says, in this case, no, this plague is supernatural. It is only at times when Israel are living up to their, to their calling, which is why it's hard to explain it in physical, regular medical terms. Now, Babanel himself has a very fascinating suggestion. He says that this is perhaps sequential to the plagues we've talked about in the last few years. That means to say when a person, let's say, contracts psoriasis, and they have all these welts and 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 scars and 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 rashes or wounds or burns which are which have turned uh, into psoriasis. Then in those situations, a person is wearing these clothes. So these types of clothes, that same area, the pishtim, which a person wears against their body, are likely to be infused, like to likely to have stains from the experience of the plague itself. And therefore, after they have now become pure, they come to the coin and they say, "Well, look at these stains on the clothing." In the end of the day, is this pure or is this not pure? And that's what's being described here. And the question is, is can one contract Saraz back from the, the stains that one had through one's own experience of the plague um, backwards? That's Babinel's perspective. Obviously, a very unique perspective in looking at this entire section. With this, we conclude the sixth Aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful meaning.